Welcome back to another episode of one of the best challenge podcasts whoa, around. Whoa, whoa, Eric, you can't say that we're the best, all right? If we're the best, people will just know that we're the best, all right? You don't go around saying that we're the best podcast, Eric. Oh, my God. Uh, egg on my face. So <laughs> stupid. Okay. Uh, a challenge podcast, the Reality <laughs> Friends podcast. That was, that was good. That was a good bit. I didn't know what was coming. I, all I knew was uh, you told me to say that we were one of the best podcasts around, and uh, yes. I just let the magic happen. Anyway, I'm obviously Eric. a lie. Uh, I'm Joseph. How are you before we dive into this um, filler episode of the challenge that we got tonight? I'm good. It's a Friday night. Uh, it's my friend's birthday, and we're going to go out to the club and check out this uh, cool DJ from California. So that'll be tight. Wow. All right. Well, uh, go out there and have fun, my friends. Um, yeah. I am going to skip the part where I talk about my life because <laughs> not applicable. And yeah. let's just dive into the challenge. Let's go. <laughs> uh we don't have an elimination to talk about. This is something the challenge loves to do, just to just to mess with me. Uh, let's split up one hour of content into two hours of content. But we do have a big fight at the end of this episode to talk about. Uh, and I, I got a lot of thoughts about this episode. Do you, actually? Yeah, none of them good. I have a lot of uh, <laughs> mildly frustrated thoughts about this episode. I, I'm doing my thing where I get way too emotionally attached to a TV show. Joseph, this is a big problem of mine. Yeah, I think at the beginning of the season, I, you and me were both like, wow, this is a really good season. This is a great start. Why is everyone complaining? Yeah. I feel like it's getting to the point where we're like, okay, now we kind of see why everyone's complaining so much uh it's kind of come to a head in these past no. two episodes for me no we were right to be excited in the beginning god damn yes, it we, we were we, right those we episodes were, are still right. good yes yeah but now but not so much anymore let's let's talk about it um what is going wrong for you with this season of the challenge i think the challenges themselves have I think there's only so been bad. one really cool one, which was the one where they were swimming. And even that one, you couldn't exactly tell what was going on the whole time because of the way it's filmed. Uh, that's another problem I have with the challenges, just the way they're filmed and edited is just like so incomprehensible. Like this, this daily that they had today, the puzzle they had, we had no clue as a viewer how it worked, what they were looking for with the combos. Like, I felt like they could have at least illustrated to us as the viewer, like, this is how the puzzle works or whatever. Maybe given us, like, a first-person perspective on the person's GoPro while they're, like, whipping around in front of the puzzle so we can see, like, oh, man, they didn't really get that much time to look at it. You know what I mean? They're just, just... Yeah. I feel like they're not trying to put us in, like, their perspective to see what's going on and that's part of the fun of the challenges is you see why the partners aren't working well together you see the decisions they have to make in it and it tells so much about their character just how they act on impulse like we saw with kyle in that one daily which was probably one of the better ones too um but yeah, yeah the 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 cornhole over with the helicopter now we have this um with just the puzzle and the whipping of the car 
I don't know. I, I think they just wanted to have drag cars, and they were like, "How can we make this a challenge?" But this, I think TJ has it. assumed control of the production of the challenges. Is what's happened, and TJ likes things with wheels that go fast. Unfortunately, that's not a good recipe for success for challenges. And and by the way, you came here for a podcast recapping the episode, and I guess what you're going to get is an audio essay on the failings of the challenges but look i mean i don't know what it just came to a head for me this episode i was watching the challenge which they spent like 15 minutes on by the way and i just kept thinking to myself like we're not who is this for the we're like not following along like you said we're just seeing a bunch of cars spinning around in circles over and over again that's literally it like that's not fun to watch where are the challenges where they actually race against each other like at the same time i feel like so many of these dailies they're like doing something at separate times. And like sometimes you can kind of see who's doing well. A lot of the times you can't even see that. And then at the end, they tell us who wins. It's like, oh, cool. Because I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You have you have no concept of placements. You have no concept of like how the challenge even works. It just seems like they are having them like explain it to us in confessionals. Like you hear CT be like, oh, so many confessionals. Burnham. Me and Berna aren't getting along. We aren't working well together. And it's like you we have no context of this in the actual challenge of itself. We have no idea what he means by that. Yeah, and maybe we were just thinking this because before the season we just rewatched Rivals. That has some great daily challenges. Those yes. are some solid ones. Not maybe not the best of all time. I don't know, but they're fun. They're great. They're they're all going at it, you know. And I just miss the days when you could just watch a challenge. Well, you knew who was doing well and who was doing bad. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. you could understand yeah. the challenge. Like the one with the crane with the log, that was one that you could understand the whole time. There's so many other ones that I could use as examples, but there's yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So maybe we should start talking about the episode now because uh, I don't want to go completely off the rails at the start, but I saw a comments or a thread or something on Reddit. And it described this episode as very inorganic. And I feel like that's a pretty good description. And that's probably the source of my frustration with this episode and this season where it's headed the last few episodes is that none of it feels real at all, which I know is a dumb thing to say about a reality <laughs> TV show. I, I know I'm, I'm a dork. OK, I get it. But it used to be a little more real than this. Yes. It's like all of the reactions are canned now. It's like TJ comes out and he's like, this is going to be sick. And everyone's like, yeah, it's going to be sick. It's like, I don't know. Just like you said, it seems like. And the whole thing with Nani and Casey at the beginning of the episode. Oh, my God. With, like the date or whatever. Um, yeah, I'm sure Casey called in a florist. Uh, like, like all the, you know, got all these resources together. You know what I mean? In the challenge house where they're cut off from everybody and have one phone call a week. Yeah, she really did a great job with this date. Yeah, someone on the production team uh, had, a, had a good idea for a segment. I think is where that came from. Um, oh, yeah. look, it's Casey cheating on her girlfriend. <laughs> Aww, like, <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. They already, they already I don't, yeah, out. I don't she know the timeline. She cheated on her a while back, I think, right? I, I, I don't know. I'm I, not uh, sure. Hearsay. Yeah. Um, and um, then the last thing I'll say for now is the party at the end of the episode. They come back and they get in this big fight. And it's like, 
there's, there's like six or seven people just like popping up in the background of every shot trying to get camera attention. Yeah. And they're all yes. like crowding around the fight. They're like streaming in like moths to a flame. Uh, like, oh, attention, TV time. Oh, yes. Position <laughs> me in the background. Uh. By the way, this is not against Tori for starting this fight. That was brilliant. A great job. This is the happiest yes. I've been with Tori yeah. in a long time. Corey and Tori were really stirring the whole pot on that thing. And yeah. it was good on them because I don't even think like they'll get any fallback from it <laughs> no i think she's gonna get away scot-free it's amazing so anyway okay that's that's all the stuff this episode you knew it was gonna be bad when it was like an hour episode and there's not elimination at the end but uh hey what, what can i say we gave the show a lot of praise at the beginning of the season we were having a lot of fun with it well now we're gonna continue telling everyone what we think and apparently we're in sync uh as usual we're we're uh we're, we're symbiotic. No, that's not the word. Oh, God. Here we go again with words. Okay, let's Damn just start it. talking about the episode. Joseph, what happens in the beginning? Um, So we see Emmy and uh, CT getting along. That was that was a scene. CT really likes Emmy. <laughs> that, that was a scene, yeah. yeah. My thought was Emmy is going to go home after this. <laughs> when, I, when I saw the scene, it felt like the farewell Emmy segment. To me, it was like foreshadowing, like for, I don't want to get too much into this, but it seems like a CT and Emmy relationship possibly in the future. That's that, that's what that read as to me. Mm. So. I guess it could go either way. I, I, my guess is this is a, we know we want to bring Emmy back. She's been pretty electric the first few episodes, whatever you may personally think think about her joseph uh and then they're like okay we're gonna we're gonna send her off with a bang we're gonna make everyone feel really good about emmy we're gonna do the whole music thing she's gonna get eliminated but it's gonna be super positive and she will be back that's that's my guess we'll see what happens i've already accepted that i'm gonna have to deal with four seasons of this chick at the minimum like it's (laughs) i'm i have already yeah have have you gone up in any way at all or have you gone down on your I actually, I actually did go up on her this episode. Yay! I must say. <laughs> not, I'm not, I'm not full on board, but the earnestness in which she performed her song later on did. I, as much as I was not into that song, but we'll talk about that. Um, I, her, I liked her. Like I said, her, her earnestness. She seemed very touched by everyone liking her performance. Yeah, I, that's a good word. She's very earnest. I think she's yeah. one of the more um, genuine people out here. Whatever her intentions are, I don't know what her life goals are. Uh, we, we see her on a show. Her goal may simply be to be as famous as possible. <laughs> but like in yeah. pursuing that goal, she's being more like herself than I think just about any other cast member <laughs> this season. And yeah. I, I find that fun to watch. So. Yeah. I'm glad you're coming up on her a, a little bit. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'm not an Emmy fan yet, but but you know I'll hold out hope. We'll but you're, see. you're getting there. You'll, you'll get there. You'll I'm, get I'm, there. I'm, I'm closer than I was. Uh, so and then we see Esther and Josh. They're talking, and Josh says we have a really good bond. And then we'll cut to them making out, and Esther looking very embarrassed once Josh walks away. Esther looked confused. She was like, why did I just do that? Is there a Jedi nearby? What's happening to me? <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> These are cha- this is challenge goggles. That's what's going on here. Challenge everyone else goggles. Is, everyone else is hooking up. Esther wants in on the action. 
Let's go. Hey, look, I, it's has Josh hooked up with anyone before on the show? I don't remember. I think he had a thing with Georgia, and he's probably. Oh he, yeah. And and I think somebody said that. He might have done something with Bettina this season, but it was off screen. Apparently, Bettina's hooking up with people, and we're just not seeing it on the damn show for some reason. Mm, we like got she, a new like she's hooking up with a lot of people. Superstar. Well, yes, yeah. So she's creating a lot of drama. We're just seeing none of it, which is another another thing people have been complaining about. Which I kind of agree. It seemed like that happened last season too with double agents. We have all this talk about. Liv and Amber M and it being like this love triangle with Mecky and like we never saw any of it. No, I uh, <laughs> before you said Mickey, I did not remember he existed. Uh, you, we did definitely not see any of that on the episode. Yeah, yeah, which I get. Right. He lost in an, in an elimination to Josh. Like, why are you going to build this guy up or whatever? But I, I don't know. I just feel like Good you point. have to put in some work with some of these rookies, right? Yeah, I, I don't know. Look, I don't know why they pick and choose what they do. Um, you, you'd think we could at least get like a montage of all the hookups, though. Like, you'd, you'd think if you hook up with someone, it would make the show. At least like, 10 seconds. If, you'd think, right? Uh, like a but flash. I don't know. I don't know. I guess instead we had to get uh, uh, this whole Nani and Casey date. That was That was better TV, Joseph. What do we know? <laughs> you know. Uh, so... <laughs> We we go on to the daily and yeah we we kind of we kind of talked it out a little. They got to spin on the freaking car and and solve this stupid puzzle. Uh, okay, well we're we are skipping a lot here. Like hold hold on, we, you want to talk about you know? Okay, look, are you trying to are you trying to get out of here and get out tonight? Because like it's, <laughs> no oh, it's no, fine. I I, we should, I we should tell the audience. I that's literally like. where it goes to in my notes. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, okay, let me just throw some stuff out there. We have. Uh, Fessy and Amanda talking. Amanda breaking down what she thinks Fessy should do with this whole Josh situation. I thought that was interesting. I actually thought Amanda had some pretty smart sounding perspectives, but I am like emotionally not that smart. So it could just be, it could make no sense. And it could just sound like smart words to me. Did you have any thoughts on that? I mean, not really. I mean, she's just telling Fessy that he needs to repair things with Josh. I guess... I, I, it's obviously in both of their best self-interests yes. to kind of put this stuff aside or whatever, but I don't know. It seems kind of like personal with both of them. Like it's like very like ego driven. Yeah. It's weirdly enough. I can kind of see both sides of the Fessy joshing. No need to rehash the whole thing, but when you hear them explain their sides, it's like, okay, I get why you think that at least like uh Fessy, is weird bizarre logic like i get why it makes sense to him i guess is what i'm saying um but amanda saying that josh feels like fessy doesn't listen to him and is being unfair and i don't know it just sounded smart to me and i feel like this is like what i could never do in one of these shows probably uh i'd like to think that i could but i don't think i actually can is like be emotionally mature basically and look at things from that perspective and i think instead what i would do is more like josh i'd be like What's wrong with you, man? Like you, you be an asshole. <laughs> you know what Same I mean? Josh impression. <laughs> uh, it's gonna go with yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. 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 Right, that's it. Uh, do you have anything to say about Nani and Casey's date? I mean, look, that was pretty cute, right? I mean, I'm just not feeling it. <laughs> like I am not feeling them as a couple. Like I, I think, are we being uh, cynical? Are we being cynical no. or no? <laughs> 
helpful. Come on, Joseph. Have a heart. You, your emotions didn't like feel anything. You, you didn't. Your heart didn't grow three sizes. The whole thing. I'm watching this. The whole thing was so contrived by the producers. The clapping. The and it's all born out of infidelity. How? Stop it. Stop it. And we've seen this with Nani before. No offense to Nani, but it's like. I don't. I don't think having a relationship on these shows is her thing necessarily. I mean, we, we've seen it t- time and time again. So wow. I, who knows how long this will last? Casey does not seem to be the most monogamous person herself. So this is just a recipe for disaster. And I don't have a lot of complimentary things to say about it. They're a cute couple. I can't believe you don't believe like, in true aesthetically. Love. Yeah. <laughs> and that was weird too pizza and strawberries yeah what was that <laughs> that doesn't seem like it goes together at all um, you know what my favorite part of this date was I was can't believe we've talked the, about it this long. <laughs> I mean you have to talk about it Like, it, in case you haven't noticed I think the date is uh, pretty funny and <laughs> extremely contrived and i'm obviously kidding about this whole thing you you know what my favorite part was the so smooth transition where nani goes thank you for this great night as this montage is ending after everything that went down with josh and fessy and then casey goes so much drama so much drama and then they start talking about that it's like oh my god just what 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 footage got cut for this that's what i want to know what there must be something out there that we could have seen instead of that probably Bettina hooking up with somebody you know what probably and you know it's not it's not the daily because we got like 20 freaking minutes of cars spinning around in circles so that's not it either we already got all that let's talk about the daily um i only had a couple notes or only a couple things that i found interesting from it uh berna saying that this was the best experience of her life and it was like a dream come true that sucks yeah (laughs) (laughs) like almost trying to like almost like vomiting after like being on top of a car (laughs) And, and another thing too if i was on a team with somebody and the whole time they were during the challenge they were just like Woo! Let's go! I'd be like, yo, can you fucking pay attention to like, like what we're doing? Like, I'm trying to win. Like, the camera's got your first five woos. You're good. You can yeah. stop now, please. Those, like, that's that's the thing about these shows, and I think it's just reality TV in general, unfortunately. And it's just the nature of the beast where like everyone's so self-aware of like yeah. the fact they're being filmed and all this stuff and what's gonna make TV. And some of them do it in a way that's still funny. And then other ones do it in a way where it's like just so just so ham fisted that it, it's just not fun. It's a rare talent who can come off as someone who is aware of the cameras and yet is still genuinely funny and brings like new material to the table. This yeah. season, let's let's come up with a list. Who in this season do you think is above that bar? I'll start with obviously we think Devin is yes. probably the best this season. Kyle, one A, one B. I'm guessing. But he, but and he's like not really been getting that many confessionals, which is kind of worrying no. me for uh, my winner, my winner pick. But um, and, um, you know, 
Nelson, I guess, is good in the confessionals, but he's not like a storyteller. Whoa. He's not gonna paint a picture, right? Like he, but he he does have funny ones, right? Um, I feel like he's he he. I put him in the middle, I guess. He's not the worst, but like he always seems painfully aware of the cameras to me. I guess yes. in in like a bad way, in like a. Right. Uh, he's a being very corny way. all the time. Way, <laughs> yes. yeah. I mean, I guess if that's your thing, we'll put him in. A, we'll put him in the list. I won't hate it. But uh, okay, well, we won't. All right. So Amanda and Ashley, though, obviously great confessionalist. Yeah. What? Yeah. Dude. You you you're not sounding as emphatic as you should. They're both great. They're both like all time professionalists. They're very good. They're very good in the confessional. Oh, they're very Eric, good. Come on. I'm I'm being serious. I'm not. I think they're very good. I think there's a few better. I think there's a few better. I'd put in the great. Out of the rookies, though, like let's talk about the rookies real quick. Who is bringing it from that perspective? Because I guess we could say Emmy. Emmy. Huey's bringing it. Um. Who else? Emmy's great in the confessionals. I think. I think she's. She actually sounds like a real person in them, which is nice. I think Uh, she is being genuine. Yeah. Yeah, like genuine plus energy for the confessional, you know. Huey, I think he he is emphatic when he talks and it sounds pretty natural. I would say Huey's very good too. Huey's been very good so far. Yeah. Um, I had someone else you in know, my head, but I already forgot, so they can't be that fucking good. Um what are you gonna um, say? Probably Jeremiah. <laughs> oh, he, he's he's killing it, man. <laughs> and you know what? I think Jeremiah might get saved again if this fight goes down like how we think it might. But we'll talk about that later. We'll see. You know, just to throw a couple more names in there, I think Tori's pretty good too. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't have her up with Amanda and Ashley. And a, a big T. I think we're omitting big yes. T here. I think she's she's one of the really good ones. Honestly, most of the vets are, are very good. It's really the rookies that I'm like, some of them I'm just like, ugh. And even you know the just, vets do stuff that I'm just like, that's like so forced. Like, stop. Like, it's Corey's the worst for me, man. I just cannot. Oh, really? To Corey. And I, I feel like. I feel like Corey has just settled into such a rhythm where he knows exactly what he needs to say and do to keep getting asked back to the shows. And he's going to keep doing exactly that and nothing more, nothing less. Yeah. Does that make any sense? Like, I, no, I feel I, like he, I'll, I feel like he'll get like, you'll do all the woos that you're talking about in the confessionals. Mm. Like he'll talk about his family ad nauseum, of course, in the confessionals, which they, they mercifully are sparing us this season. I don't know why <laughs> something, so there's some new bright, I'd intern there is making an impact or something. I don't know, but we're not getting those confessionals yet. Thank God. But like, he's just, he's like the, uh, if you can make an MTV confessional giver in a lab, he's what would come out of the mold. Yeah. And I feel like that's kind of his game too. In the past couple seasons where he's like pretty good. Like he's going to make the final and everything, but that's about it. Yeah. So, yep. Yeah. So nothing wrong with that, by the way. Yeah. Uh, just like he, you know, in in the NFL, uh, maybe this is not so true anymore as he's approaching the end of his career. But there's a quarterback named Andy Dalton, and famously, for years, there was a thing called the Andy Dalton line because he was such an average quarterback that he was the the bar. And if you were better than Andy Dalton, you were an above average quarterback. If you were worse than Andy Dalton, you were below average quarterback. Every year, you get rated against the Andy Dalton line. 
I think for the challenge, we can create the Corey line. If you're a better confessional giver than him, you're a good confessional giver. If you're worse than him, that's not good. He's It's the Corey line. Oh, man. I don't know if Corey's the best uh, representation of that, but I, I like the theory. I like the Andy Dalton theory. Which way? Do you think he's better than average or worse than average? I think he might be better than you're giving him credit for. Okay. All I think right. I think Maybe Corey I think Corey can be funny. I think Corey and he's he can be. he's self-aware. Yeah. He he's not going to like he he'll laugh at himself for the most part unless That's he touches true. pasta. He had some really good ones about Fessy at the end of last season. I remember those. Those yes. were really solid. Yeah. Okay. All right, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Maybe he's we, who's right okay, when he question. was like when he was like oh Fessy's probably gonna blame his partner like he predicted like how Fessy was gonna yeah that was that was pretty yeah funny. yeah and he was like here like you're he broke the fourth wall he's like you're about to watch like Fessy and he like queued up the clip <laughs> you can't see me but I'm like holding my hands up <laughs> yeah um, that was good okay if not if if not him then who is the blank line who is the most average formulaic generic but not terrible confessional giver it's a tough question nani nelson nelson was one of the first people that came to my mind yeah um, could be nelson i guess Corey's yeah. probably a little bit i don't know i, don't know. I think Corey's better than nelson because Corey can set up a scene he can be like this is like what's going on and nelson right. i don't think really has that ability as much that's a good point. Yeah. Okay. I'm ready to move on if you are. Yeah, that's, we're talking we're talking pretty deeply about this. I don't know how that's interested enough, that's, everyone is. That's quite the tangent that yes. I just took you on. Okay. Go ahead, Joseph. Take it away. I'm handing the reins over back to you. We always find a way to stretch anything <laughs> as far, yeah, every time as, far say, as it'll go down. Um, Emmanuel says that he thinks that they're going to get thrown in if they don't win, which I'm just like, do you know what the hell's going on? <laughs> like you're there's you're, <laughs> like there's no way you're going in. You want a team with Casey anyway. So they end up winning Pattern the challenge. Recognition. Um, there yeah. was really nothing of intrigue that happened during the challenge, in my opinion. So uh, no, yeah, they went. yeah we already complained about it. I, I have literally no notes on the challenge. Uh, besides just a quick note saying worst challenge of the season. Uh, maybe one of the worst way, ones ever. I think one of the worst ones ever, yeah. And yeah. can I just add that the first thing I wrote was that a car rolls up and my heart sinks down, Joseph, because when there's cars involved, it usually sucks. That's what I've noticed. I think TJ loves Ooh. these cars and these vehicular challenges. That doesn't translate very well because they're all these like separate you know, events and then they tell us who won and that's the whole problem in my eyes. Anyway, that's... Again, yeah, there's been some cool ones in the past, but yeah, this one didn't do anything for anyone. Tori said maybe the first few times, you know, maybe maybe at first it was like, oh, cool, they're doing stuff in a car, but then yeah, not so much. Yeah, Tori okay, what did Tori say? What did Tori say? That Casey is one of the most unpredictable players in the game. I believe that's the word she used was unpredictable. I believe that makes no sense. Also, uh, what do you? <laughs> is that just me? I feel like Casey's the most predictable player, actually. <laughs> Well, yeah, like like she's gonna do nothing. She's gonna keep like sliding by and just getting by on her good social game and and, she's and super good athleticism. Girlfriend. Like yeah, like yeah, and it's it's just <laughs> yeah, it's just I 
Yeah, and and Casey and Emmanuel are talking, and Casey's like, "Oh, I don't know what I'm gonna do. Who's gonna take the first shot?" And it's like, didn't Fessy already do that? Like, didn't he yeah, already take yeah. the first shot? Like, what? Do they not view Amber as like a person? They definitely don't view her as a vet, apparently. Because <laughs> I I'm guess if you sure come in later, you're not a vet. Is this like? Is this just like the coming in later thing? Is this like when the with the battle of the seasons with the fresh meat team? You're just you you just don't even count. I don't know. I this whole Amber situation has me utterly perplexed i don't get it i feel like what we're seeing does not correlate with how people like casey and fessy describe the situation like how is that not taking a shot at a vet we'll we'll get into this more too but the show i think is doing a terrible job at explaining the details of it too i feel like there's so much more that we're not seeing It, it feels like there has to be yeah i don't know maybe it's unexplainable Someone please tell me what is going on. Why is Amber getting abused so hard by basically the whole cast, it seems like, at this point? I don't so, get it. We see a conversation between Esther and Priscilla, and Priscilla says, oh, yeah, I'm like a silent assassin. That's how I've gotten so far in this game. And I'm like, no, you've sure. gotten this far because you're on a team with Nelson and he's a vet and you haven't been in a rookie rookie. Like, stop it. Like, like you guys aren't doing anything. <laughs> and now Esther's talking to her and being like, oh, yeah, I'm, I might be screwed here pretty soon. And it's like, yeah, <laughs> you guys did this to yourselves. You won two dailies and you sent home two rookie rookie teams. Yeah, I mean, this is what we were talking. Or one rookie vet team with Amber. Sorry. Yeah, no problem. Uh, this is what we were talking about before, and I remember at the time this was kind of a tricky question because it feels like the rookies are in kind of an impossible spot. It's like, do you try to ride it out and just be one of the last rookies standing and wait for the vets to inevitably turn on each other, or do you just refuse to put in rookie rookie teams and like split the vote and see what happens, or or maybe your partner will back down if you can agree to a fair you know deal where you put in one rookie and one vet should they have put their foot down joseph i don't know it's looking more and more like the answer is yes they should have because it's 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 not changing anytime soon i i don't think it's like i really don't think you have that much to lose like like realistically you know what i mean like if you want to force your partner's hand because because if anything you have more the leverage because if you're like if you're with your partner and you're like look if I refuse to vote with you, we're both going to go in. I'm going to go in anyway. I know you're in a good spot. You have way more to lose than I do. Yeah. Like, like you know. I like so it. I, 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 think you, I think you force their hand. And depending on who you do it to, it's not like the whole VAT alliance is necessarily going to be after you. Like, if you did it against Fessy, there could be some people who are just like, oh, don't really care. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, and again, you're probably in trouble if uh, you don't handle that well, or if it, if you know, you could paint a target on yourself for sure. But like you said, you're very likely going in very soon at this point. Yeah. So why not try to mix things up? Plus, if you do put your foot down and make a move like that as a rookie, you just dramatically increase your chances of getting called back because so far yes. a lot of these rookies are doing fuck all in this game. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, yeah, they, but now they're complaining about it and now they're all shocked. 
Uh, so yeah, like, the, oh no, <laughs> we're we might be next. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Uh, so if only there's something they, he could have done to stop this. <laughs> they go to the club. Okay, sorry, and it's fine. And Esther decides to do an MTV unplugged of her hit song Alien. Emmy, did you say Esther? Or am I hallucinating? Anyway, I might have. It's Emmy. It's Emmy, and uh, Esther would have been. That would have been interesting. That would have been a left field (laughs) performing Emmy song, (laughs) and then Emmy gets mad at her for stealing it. Oh, see, that would have been a good storyline for the episode. There you go. Uh, Yeah, yeah, I forget. How does the song go again? Can you like sing it for me real quick? (laughs) I'm an alien. I'm an alien. I feel so alone right now. Are you laughing or crying at the end of that? I can't tell. A little bit of both. That was pretty good, man. You went for it. Yeah, have fun editing that in in post, Eric. Uh, Yeah. Oh, no need. No need. Pitch perfect. (laughs) You add some auto tune for me. Anyway, yeah. Uh, Nope. <laughs> Emmy decides to to put on the song. She obviously did a, a much better job than me. Um, what did you she think of the song, Eric? I thought it was actually catchy, man. I, I thought I had a good you would hook like to it. it. I knew you would <laughs> like it. I mean, okay, am I gonna listen to it? Probably not. But like, it sounded yeah. like an actual song. Like it sounded like there, there's a. I don't know. It was memorable. Like, right. say, say what you will. But I feel like those two lines were memorable, and you like kind of remember the beat, and that's that's a good start. So, uh, look, I'm the last person anyone should ever ask for music advice. So the answer is probably the opposite. Like it's probably horrific. I feel like there's you know, like at least that one good thing about it, and she sounded good to me. What do you think, though? You're an actual music person. Yes. Okay. So I will preface this by saying I think Emmy is talented. I think she ha- she does have a good voice, um, and the production value of the song I was surprised by, uh, and bad on MTV for not like having the instrumental. If the if they knew that this was coming, you know what I mean. They should have had that on standby so it was playing while she was doing it. But whatever, that was mm-hmm. it's kind of awkward. But anyway. I thought the song sucked. Uh, it's just not my thing. Uh, I think it's just as good. Well, it's not my thing either. Let me just say, yeah. I'm not yeah. clamoring to put this uh, in my Spotify queue. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying. I, I, I mean, I'm being honest. I don't, I didn't like it. I don't know what you want. And yeah. it's, it's not the type of song I would listen to. Uh, but I think it's just as good as like any radio song that you, like Katy Perry, like Kesha. Like I don't think it's any well, worse. Than some of those people. Like, I really don't. I think it's like, you know what I mean? I think it's that same level. I don't think very much highly of Katy Perry. Cash has got I, some good songs. Yeah, I can tell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I need to hear it with some instrumentals. Uh, either way, I follow-up question. What do you think of the actual segment in question? Because, you know, I, I can't help but remember I'm watching an MTV show. Uh, so, like, it's hard for things to actually make me feel emotionally moved i guess Here. but i felt like emmy accomplished that a little bit with me i was like this is cool i felt happy for her well you're a sucker for her but i i was watching I like it emmy. and i i felt similarly i actually liked the segment uh despite my my take on the song uh i thought it was fun and i liked that everyone was was pumping her up and yeah 
you know? Yeah. I like Emmy, we which can is have not nice crying things. hysterically and freaking out over nothing. This side of Emmy, I'm oh, like... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Look, she couldn't... I don't think... She couldn't control that. You know, she didn't want it. And, you know, it's I, I get it. Sometimes it's annoying watching players on TV cry over and over and over again when that happens. And it's like, it's not their fault, but, like, it's still kind of annoying. That's yeah. how I feel sometimes anyway. So I get I that. I can't control but, how annoyed I get. Uh, though, look, that's the thing, she, too. You know, she might have had, like, a little... A panic attack type thing and gotten over it and maybe she's good to go from now on first first uh u.s reality tv you're, show that's a big deal to her. A, you're such an emmy defender you love her that's right i love <laughs> emmy i don't care who knows <laughs> you're both you're both aliens you're both aliens on your little your little planet yeah, Do you feel like it. an that's alien sometimes, really, Eric? Uh, Is that why you can relate to Emmy? Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Who doesn't feel lonely sometimes? Oh, Eric, I forgot to mention something. I actually also watched Emmy's music video for her for her <laughs> her song Alien. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, that's relevant. Okay, what do you think? I thought it was really good. I was surprised. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How do you have such a different take on that? I don't get that. Where do you find this? Where do you find this? The video is like very well produced. Like, like she's like in an alien suit and like it's got like money behind it. Like, oh man. Like, I is she like a pop star? In Romania, apparently where she's from, and I kind of believe it after looking at the video. It, it, like, it it looks like any like something that could be on TV. Like, whoa, okay, I see it. I see. The, <laughs> the, I'm hovering over the thumbnail. I'm seeing a lot of movement, and it looks crazy. It looks pretty yeah. wild. Okay, I can't yeah. wait to watch this. Yeah, right. uh, Eric, I can't believe you that. that you haven't seen it already. Didn't cross my mind that there'd be a music video for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> now, now I know. I oh, can't no, believe no, MTV you know didn't promote it too. They weren't like, "Hey, check out Emmy's music video." Come on, guys. I know, right? Oh, and it came out three days ago. It looks like uh, right, right around the episode. So good timing, Emmy. I knew team. something was gonna. I, okay. What I thought was gonna uh, happen is I thought ooh. she was gonna win the elimination this episode. I'm like, oh, she put out this song because, or she was going mm. home. One of the two. That's what I was thinking. I was like, right. Yeah, but you, she was going in. In one way, shape, or form, right? Which, which but she will. apparently, I was wrong. We got and said it was an acoustic performance. Well, she might actually mm. go in too. So, yeah. right, yeah. But before that can happen, we I have I think basically one last bit of the episode to get to. I mean, it kind of well, well at the club they're talking about how Amber claims that oh, if you're so nice and everything like that, then you shouldn't have to tell people that you're nice. You, we should just see it that you're loyal. And Eric, this reminded me of Big Brother 16, actually. Do you know how? Uh, yes. Uh, Amber was on that. Okay, yes. And I felt like the way the girls were talking to her reminded me of the way Nicole and Christine talked about Amber B on Big Brother 16. They did, not like, they did not like Amber B, and they were always talking bad about her, even though from everything everyone saw in the live feeds, she never did anything. She was just being nice and being chill, and these girls were complaining about her because they were jealous. And I think we're seeing the same thing here again. Yeah, I 
don't want to make an accusation, but when has Amber ever done anything like mean or wrong to people? <laughs> like she's been on <laughs> several shows and this keeps happening and there's like no smoking gun. Like what, what does she do to deserve this man? I, it, it makes no sense. She seems like the, the sweetest girl and, and, they're just the shows like they kind of did her dirty i don't know if they meant to do this but they're like the girls are talking about how fake she is oh the dancing and, and yeah they talk about how fake she is and then they like show her dancing with like which kind of did look fake because she was like looking directly at the camera um which is yeah it's called having fun that's exactly <laughs> right. what i would do which which i oh, by the way another that's another complaint i have like I feel like back in the day, I saw someone post this on Reddit. Like, they told them, like, never look directly at the camera. Because um, it ruins, like, the authenticity of it, right? And now I just feel... Oh, feel, no. Oh, the sacred authenticity of the I, challenge. I do, oh, I do really agree with it, though. That. Like, from a principal perspective, I actually do agree with that. Yeah. Okay, look. Yeah. Like, unless you're going for a Jim Halper moment, uh, which which... Maybe is to be used extremely sparingly. Then yes, right. in general, I agree. Yeah. So, but yeah, that was pretty much it. Um, we get back to the house. Wait, wait. Can I say one more yes. thing on that? Yes. There's another comment or a few comments being made. I actually don't remember if it was at the party or not for sure. But the thing that drives me the most insane about this whole Amber situation is when Casey and Fessy keep talking about how they don't trust her. It's like. Why? Why? Casey and Fessy are the ones who have proven that they will lie and backstab in this game. Amber is, as far as I know, never done that. So, like, why on earth is the onus on Amber to prove that she's nice or prove that she's a loyal player? It, it makes no sense to all these disloyal players, you know? I, I like, think they can't own the fact that they're scumbags in the game. I hate that. I think they're salty because she won, like, straight up. Like, I think that. They thought one of them I was going to be the first Big Brother winner or whatever, even though, like, who cares? Um, but she, yeah. like, won on her rookie season. And these both, both both Casey and Fessy, kind of rightfully so, think of themselves of, like, the best competitors in the game, right? But they have not achieved what she's achieved in just one season. I That might be it. I fully buy in. Uh, I'm sure it is rankling them a little bit especially because they did probably put in most of the work to get the alliance to that point. Amber seemed like more of a co-pilot in that situation. Uh, but nevertheless, just wildly unfair from what we can see, how they're treating her. So yeah. anyway, that's that's all I want to say about that. Uh, you ready to go back to the house for the Some cliffhanger? Pizza? Some pizza I mean, fight. party? Yeah. All cliffhanger all pizza these, party. I feel like all these challenge fights lately start over food. Oh, yeah, name seven more. Um, uh, Brad and Marie. Um, <laughs> don't make me do this. Um, so, <laughs> like, uh, I don't even know what was going on, but Amber was annoyed about something with the pizza. I think she doesn't eat meat. I think that was the thing, which is kind of a big deal. I feel like other people were making it seem like it wasn't a big deal. But if she legit doesn't eat meat, then, yeah, I can understand why that would make her upset. You know what I think it was? Uh, I think... From what I could gather, she was annoyed that she like claimed a pizza and then someone took it. 
uh, or she like put a pizza in and was like, hey, y'all, like this is my pizza. And then and then didn't end up getting it. It's like came back and it was gone or something like that. Right. I I get that. You really have to bottle up these righteous feelings, I think, in a show like this. But at some point, you're living in a house full of animals like these people are. It's going to get to you. And I think that's basically what happened here. Right. And I, it wasn't fessy, but like we talked about before, Corey and Tori, decide, mostly Tori at first, decides to just like throw out that it's fessy. And Amber comes around to, to see what it's all about. And Corey and Tori are just still just egging it on. Yeah. Uh, this is probably, again, Tori's best move of the season, I have to say. This is... Yeah. Uh, real master stroke by Tori to just and she's not subtle about it either she's basically just waving hey pointing at Fessy right he did it he, he took your he took your pizza and Fessy to his credit is trying to calmly explain exactly why that's not the case and Tori's just starting shit but it doesn't matter the ball's already rolling down the hill at that point yeah and so now Amber decides to use this you know pizza thing as an excuse to finally talk to Fessy about her getting blindsided. And Fessy's like, it wasn't a blindside. What? (laughs) Excuse me? What? Like, Fessy says it's not a blindside. Amber, the person in question, says it was a blindside. Riddle me this, Joseph. How how do they have such opposing viewpoints of this seemingly black and white situation? I think this is part of the show, but this is what I was talking about before where I feel like the show is not explaining stuff to us because other people seem convinced of that too. Like Esther and Berna and some other people were talking about, oh, it wasn't actually a blindside. Like, come on, you knew. Like, come on, you knew. And it's like, there must be something there, right? Like that we're just not seeing where like maybe she should have known or had an inkling or someone said something that got misconstrued by her. I don't know, but it just seems like there's something going on that we're not privy to and we're not privy to it because they're spending 20 minutes on people spinning on cars. <laughs> exactly. That's what's frustrating about the situation. I just feel like we're missing something and it doesn't seem like we're ever going to get whatever it is that we're missing at this rate. So I don't know. I'm about to give up. I give up. Yeah. I give yeah. up. Yeah. They're just going to ride this out for like five more episodes and we're never going to know what the hell happened. And we just have to accept that, Joseph. And even big teas, or we got to watch the after show or something. And even big teas, like piling on, ah. on, to, on Amber and being like, Oh my god, we're hearing Amber talk about being blindsided again. And it's like, Big T, how many many episodes did you spend last season complaining about CT making a completely logical decision for his game? Maybe the way he did it, did it, was bad. But it's like, I don't see how that's any different than what Amber's doing right now. Like, stop. I don't know. We're not there, Just Maybe she's talking about it, like, nonstop, 24-7. Like, we... Uh, do not assume. Do not assume. Amber I guess, doesn't but... talk. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> oh, like she, I mean, it's true. She's pretty quiet now. Like now, she's talking her ass off, and I don't. I I don't buy any of this. I I don't buy it. I don't know. I I give up. I just I think give up. They're man. all 
jealous. They're all like I I think they all are salty that she won on her first win. I just I I do. Okay. Leading theory at this hour. We will report if any other theories surface at this point in time. That doesn't seem likely. But somebody, we will let you know. Somebody get these fools some water because they're salty. <laughs> All right. So. Wow. All right. All right. That was a good Mike Boogie impression. Uh, I, I, I think I got what you're going for there. Uh, yeah. Don't worry. The Mike Boogie impressions so. end there. So, um, yeah. Oh, thank God, because I would be in a lot of trouble if you were going to keep impersonating it. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Uh, we're, we're, off, we're going off the deep ends. Look. Yeah. That was it, I think. Not, that I'm, was not, I'm not. I'm not. Um, I'm perfectly sane. Anyway, um, <laughs> Esther and Amber decide, or Esther's getting mad. She's like trying to defend her partner. Oh, yeah. She I was throws forgot. a drink at Amber. Amber's a baller, man. She just didn't react as if it was nothing. I would never be able to do that in a million years, Joseph. And, million. and you know why? Because Amber has class. Like, seriously, this is probably her most impressive feat on any season of any show that she's been on. <laughs> Not winning last season? <laughs> no, I think this takes the cake. Okay. This is more impressive. There have been a this lot of other winners. Pizza. Like, someone's got to win every season, dude. Okay, but it, it's not guaranteed <laughs> that anyone can take a splash of water to the face and then just keep on talking as if nothing happened i can't like, beat that bulletproof logic so uh yeah thank um, you i i attended a class on logic it was taught by fessy taught me everything i know was this the same class that uh esther graduated in the top three percent of <laughs> nice <laughs> yeah you she know didn't what? come off yes. that smart to me in, in this whole interaction she came off as uh, someone who didn't make sense. But again, that's just the whole situation. So I'm going around in circles at this point. Yeah. Um, and Amber, I think, actively says out loud, like, bring Josh, get Josh. <laughs> Which is like, like on a reality show, um, if you want to fight to like go up a notch, definitely bring in Josh Martinez into the situation. <laughs> uh, again, this is like the whole piranhas flocking to a discarded piece of meat in the river uh, situation where they all just come swarming in and this is probably my favorite line of the episode of course I I know I say this a lot but Devin was pretty funny here <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry I'm sorry okay he you know makes makes fun of that whole situation he's he's and he is very rightly trying to get Josh to not come out here because that is a recipe for disaster for Josh's game and therefore Devin's game. By the way, still can't believe that they're working so closely together and it's genuine on both sides. Like, how blessed are we, Joseph? This is this is a great timeline. And I found myself rooting for Josh because of this too. And during that whole fight, I was like, in my head, I was like, yeah, Josh, tell him. <laughs> like, I was, I was shocked oh at myself. Oh my God. What universe are we living in? Yeah. And he was calling uh, him out. He was like, he was, cause like, you can say what you want about how Josh won Big Brother or whatever, but he did win. 
You know what I mean? You you can't. That is factual. You can't take it away from him. And you sure and, can't. And Fessy, you know, doesn't have that. No, no, still no. Yeah. So, point, Josh. Point, Josh, and uh, they're getting into like this little fight right here, and then we see Fessy pull a classic challenge move, uh, the face push, and that's where the episode cuts off. Can you describe the face push? Yes, if, for, if, you're, if you're not familiar with reality TV. So typically you can do an open hand type of thing where you just put your your the palm of your hand on someone's face and just kind of shove it as if you were pushing them, but just with one hand. Um, and that is typically fine. But as we've seen uh, as of recently, Eric, Gerald seems to be bubble wrapping themselves. We saw... TJ chastising Corey, Ellen, Huey for their fight and all that. So do you think that we got a preview for next episode? We saw TJ's coming to the house. What's going to happen? Is That's done? never good. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, I, I think it's a red herring like it is 98% of the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like maybe he's coming there for the elimination or something yeah something completely unrelated uh you know, actually you know what my honest to god prediction is I, I think it's a classic tj switcheroo where he goes that's never good until now <laughs> because <laughs> we're doing something fun and it's like ah tj yeah. and then ashley's gonna go why do you do this and that's gonna be it Oh, uh, you know, you know, you know what I think it's gonna be. Do tell. Okay, this this is my this is my honest guess. I think TJ is gonna come in there to scare the shit out of them, and then he's not actually gonna do it. And then he's gonna be like, "But one more time," and I swear to God, like, <laughs> or or something like that. That way they can have like they'll cut to commercial, and then he'll come back, and then he'll be like, "But if you guys do that one more time, you're out of here." Okay. All right. Look, fair guess. I I think it's possible. Last prediction. It could just be a new injury. Maybe a new injury cropped up. Maybe someone else is pregnant. I don't know. It could be something totally unrelated is yeah. my final answer. I'm yeah. going final. Nothing to do with the fight. <laughs> That's my guess. Yep. So we'll, we'll see. Um, that was the episode. Um, yeah, not one of the stronger ones, but we're. St- I'm not down on this season yet. Eventually these vets are going to have to come after each other uh, like they keep teasing us. So I'm holding out hope. I'm optimistic. Yeah, look, we, we don't know how it's going to turn out. It could be just a dull patch that we got to get through. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. I mean, they're going to run out of rookies at some point. It will happen. Yeah. Hopefully starting with Jeremiah. <laughs> and that's what I was saying. It's like if somebody goes out next episode, then Jeremiah is spared for like another episode or two probably. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. yeah we'll see. It, could, it could be. I, I highly doubt it, but it and, could be. Hey, you know what? I'm up for Jeremiah surprising us, too. Like, I would love for him to just go into the elimination and just, like, murder somebody in a very impressive impressive fashion. But The strong, silent type. You know, I don't think it's there. But we'll yeah, see. I don't know. I, um, no reason why not though i mean it, he could definitely that'd be kind of funny he's actually. like a track star or something like that like he's athletic oh obviously yeah like no doubt so 
It would be kind of funny to me if he just got zero confessionals all season long, but then just murdered people in eliminations and then went back to like not saying anything and they just didn't even acknowledge it. They were like, <laughs> oh, Jeremiah put someone else in a body bag. And they all don't right. give, they don't even give like other people giving confessionals about it. Like nobody right. acknowledges it. They just, they just move on. He's just like a black hole of confessionals where like light can't escape, you know? And it's just like, <laughs> is, is something even there? We can't tell. We can only detect that something's there because like, Guys that go into elimination near him keep disappearing, but that's the only way that we can gauge that there there is a force at work here. I think that's that's what could happen with Jeremiah. Yeah, that's, that's the worst analogy I've ever given. Yeah. Okay, let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Yeah. Uh, anything else on this episode? No. Great. Uh, well, then I think we're done here. Okay, yeah. you've been listening to the Reality Friends podcast. In case you didn't notice, thanks for listening. And let's say better luck next time with the next episode. <laughs> Subscribe, like us on iTunes, all that or good don't. stuff. Yeah, or don't. Or I'm sick com- of asking, com- man. Or complain about it. Complain about or, us. Yeah, or just do nothing. Go about your life, honestly. Like yeah. I'd I would that's what I would do. Please rate us.